guys. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to Office Hours. It's Lindsay. And Luke. Very excited to be recording our second episode. I know. I can't believe Wow. you've gotten this far. Yes, we are 11 days into the new year, 2024. How are we feeling? Well, 2024 is something that I've kind of been looking forward to because 2023 went so horribly wrong. I feel like 2023 went so <laughs> fast, though. that too. It did go really fast, but Like, it just felt like a very fast roller coaster that I couldn't get off of. hmm. Sadly. I enjoyed the roller coaster Yeah. for the most part. You had a great year, I feel like. Thanks. Paris was Paris was great, right? You guys Thank went you. to the final. You guys medaled twice on the circuit. You know, I feel like you've achieved a lot this year, last year. Mm hmm Yeah. yeah i think that's also why it went by so fast Mm hmm i think the travels made it feel quicker but even just thinking like now we're like what 10 days before i'm leaving for nationals maybe like 11 or 12 for you i don't know because you're later but um just thinking about 2023 u.s championships like that i feel like is literally like a yesterday for me for some reason and then like four continents being in colorado springs like in february of last year like i i can i just feel like it went by so fast i can just remember exactly like it's so vivid Mm -hmm. um it did go by really fast yeah it feels like just yesterday you know it was sectionals 2023 and we were in san jose no not san jose we were in san francisco and you know that kind of moment and then now here we are going into for me it's my second senior nationals um It's kind of like a lot has happened, but the national, I don't know. It just feels like nationals is like that first comp of the year. It technically is, but also kind of like, it's a time to redeem yourself or prove yourself, show yourself. Yeah, I think it's like a nice um, segue because you have the first half of the season and this is like, for a lot of people, it's the second half or it's kind of like that final thing, final competition of the year. Yeah. So it's like new year, like either the last competition of the season or like the start of like a the second half of the season. So it's like a, an, I like where it's placed. Just Mm hmm because it's a refresher. I feel like you don't you kind of can leave the 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 year behind, the previous year behind, and kind of just start fresh mm hmm in a way. Yeah, it's a competition that kind of means has a different Right. meaning for everyone. Yeah. So I think Well it's a looking good call. well looking into 2023 though, like what did you learn? Like what was your biggest takeaways? Um, I'm interested. Because I feel like everyone has such different um, takeaways, Yeah. Mm. skating and non-skating related. Well, first of all, this last year, 2023, 
skating wise was filled with a lot of ups and downs I think more so than any other season Mm. um I mean I would consider like nationals to be part of the previous season so Mm -hmm. I would say like this season the 2023 season started like you know kind of yeah June kind of Mm -hmm. I one of my coaches after well you know about this but after Cranberry Mm -hmm. where like I had uh I had a concussion yeah let's talk about that for a second (laughs) big turning point and not in only in your skating career but in your life I think you probably learned a lot then like especially let's talk about that for a second that was the probably the most challenging obstacle of last year Mm -hmm. this last year um you just feel really helpless and also at the same time you have to pick yourself up as fast as you can to keep going because the season's not over yet and Mm -hmm. you can't let that one you know disappointment like you can't let it break you right um but I remember after Cranberry, one of my coaches was like, this season is going to be hard for you. Mm. And I asked him why. Well, he before said, we talk about that, can you quickly mm-hmm. just let us know what happened in Cranberry for those who d- don't know? Um, So I was in the short program and I did a loop and I slipped off the takeoff and I hit my head and I got a concussion. Mm-hmm. So I had to withdraw from Cranberry. In the middle of the program too. Yes. Yeah. The medics had to come on the ice and like mm-hmm. check if I was okay and I had to be like helped off the ice. Yeah. Yeah. It was a, a big thing. It was scary. And so what did your coach say? That the highs are gonna feel really high and the lows are gonna feel really low. Mm-hmm. Because once you've achieved something, you are constantly trying to chase being better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we're human, so sometimes we're not going to always hit the goal Yeah, where you want to be. And so coming in with more expectations, you're, you know, you skate differently. You approach competitions differently. And right. I really felt that last year, which is why I felt like it was so hard for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Wow. That is, yeah, I just remember you um, telling me about that because I do remember you ha- had to withdraw and it was like in the moment of um, the competition. So, yeah. Um, well, for you also, like when you did um, the other big thing, did you did the, um, did you do, oh, that's right, because the people either did Cranberry or the King's cup or international or whatever mm-hmm. and gotcha. i was actually planning on doing it okay but you did um, la autumn class i ended up not doing it because what was the reason again because okay our system for sectionals qualification is that you need to have an nqs score i don't remember the placements because that's really complicated but it's like you need to post a score in nqs in order to go to sectionals and mm-hmm. i was invited to do the international 
but at the same time, I that was my only NQS before sectionals, which meant that like if I didn't <laughs> if I didn't skate, I wouldn't go to sectionals. Right. And I was really conflicted because I was like, I want to do this, you know, have this international opportunity and get like, you know, my tech minimums maybe. And, but I was, I was like, I think nationals is the priority. Mm -hmm. So we decided on, you know, just do the NQS competition. Which is good because look, you're going to Columbus. Yeah. I mean, it all works out in the end. Right. But sometimes you think about like the what the what ifs a little bit, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, and that's big, especially in the sport and in mm-hmm. our like making these yeah. big decisions. I'm sure um going back to the cranberries discussion, that was a big what if moment. Cause you were kind of you know, like you had to face something you've never really dealt with before. Mm-hmm. Right at the heat of the moment. Um, yeah. And I'm sure coming back after you took a little time off was a lot. Yes. How did you get through that? Because I'm sure um, anyone who experiences something like that, I'm sure there's like a mental block of some sort, right? To an extent. How did you get back from that? Mm. Well, after the... No, no, no. Sorry. Go. (laughs) Oh, okay. After the injury, I mean... I knew what I had to do because I knew the season wasn't over and it was just one competition. I prioritized my health first, obviously, as we all as skaters should. Right. But at the same time, there was a lot that was on the line and I knew that. Mm -hmm. So I think that kind of was my motivation to keep going. Yeah. Especially because by this point, you hadn't done a qualifying competition, right? For sectionals or nationals. So it's like you needed to, like, if you didn't kind of like, you know, get back to it, you know, get get back to the right mental state, you know, you were going to, you knew you were going to lose that opportunity. And yeah, yeah, I'm sure that was. There were a lot of, you know, questions and what ifs this year. Um, after cranberry i was supposed to do an nqs so a qualifying competition in the golden west competition and i ended up slipping there again in the short program but i didn't hit my head i just slipped um they say that sometimes you're actually most of the time i don't know i don't know the scientific explanation behind this but like your body like learns from like traumatic events or like whatever it is like injuries like very traumatic injuries and like they know how to like your body like then is able to readjust the next time the same thing can happen like happens i don't know the exact scientific explanation but like i've experienced that for sure Mm -hmm. especially learning pairs like learning completely different elements like pretty dangerous elements and really scary elements at first um like we've had our incidents for sure our falls mm-hmm. or whatever our injuries and it's like the next time you do it maybe it's just getting gaining experience from it but the next time we do it if that same incident occurs like our bodies are like able to like adapt quicker and like prevent the yes. happening for real yeah yeah 
I mean, th even the Boston slip, that wasn't even my first time. I just hadn't done Oh, really? it in a really long time. Yeah. So I feel like that's why the fall was so severe because I wasn't expecting it. Right. But I pulled in West, which was about like three weeks later, Yeah. which honestly kind of questionable because usually concussions are like a month to like six week recovery period. But I mean, you know, you have to do what you have to do. Right. Regardless. Um, I was kind of prepared for the worst at Golden West because, I mean, three weeks later, I'm here doing the same exact job in the same exact spot, doing the same exact program. You know, there has to be some kind of like memory there. Oh, for You sure. know, yeah. Sure. And So, you think it happened at Golden West too? yes, yes, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, for those of you who don't know, Lindsay is a big writer. She I do write. writes a lot. And I Yeah. know going through these um, experiences, you documented a lot of it, if not all of it, through writing. Um, can you, I'm just interested because I want to know, like, how did that help in a way? And like, what did you like write about? Because like, I'm, I don't, I'm not I, the greatest at documenting uh, my life experiences on paper or whatever, but I know you are, so. Thanks. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> say I'm good. I just say I do it. That's, uh, yeah, I know you have a passion for writing. Yes. Um, I feel like talking has never been my strong suit. I'm not very good at verbal communication. I've always been I think more like of like. that's where I think I kind of talked it out for me Yeah. Yeah. and then for you possibly like more writing it out. Yeah, I think that's the easiest way for me to get it across without, you know, mistranslating something. Right. Um, when I write, it's always less of a direct, you know, expression of what happens and more of like, I like writing in analogies. I feel like words have symbolism that I don't know I just think written Hmm. like words a representation right? mm -hmm. like a I think way of being able to see your life your um experiences through analogy like that, that totally makes sense 100 percent. yeah that makes sense yeah I've always kind of turned to writing as like a source of Comfort. Um, emotion yeah comfort emotional release Yeah. kind of expression Mm -hmm. it's kind of like where I go to be you know in my zone Therapeutic. <laughs> yeah it's very therapeutic Lindsay right finds her zen through writing. I do in writing definitely I find my zen through ranting and talking and maybe talking too much. <laughs> <laughs> no Uh, venting is a is very important in whatever form that mm they come across as -hmm. I agree um, it's very different so I find it very interesting how everyone copes with that yeah and remind me again are you writing 
not if not a novel like what are or mag like journaling like i don't know what are what projects are you doing right now because i remember you like I'm I freelance right so sometimes I write for like companies or like you know institutions but most of the time I'm just writing my own email subscription and that's kind of, it's just kind of like for fun that I do and my friends kind of subscribe and read Nice. yeah yeah So this is like legit, guys. We have an upcoming author here. <laughs> Her name is Lindsay I'm Wang. so excited about anything You half can of it is ranting you know predict, None of it is really like, but it's you know what that all, all authors are ranting in 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 some way or form. that's true. Just whatever you know, whatever form that is. Like if it's a novel, a lot of the times it comes from you. That's your Mm way -hmm. of renting, maybe through other characters or a, a fictional storyline. But that's like, I feel like all authors or writers, they're ultimately writing from themselves and from their life That's experience. true. Oh, I just feel So like like, my writing is it's not beautiful ranting. <laughs> it's <laughs> very unfiltered poetic, ranting. poetic ranting. I try, I try, you know. Everyone, I'm just, 2024... yeah. You can you can expect a Lindsay Wang novel titled I don't know, but it's Blank space. I'm kidding. blank That's such space. a joke. That's such a joke. Don't take me seriously, guys. Um, but, you know. Yeah, you guys can read my writing if you want. Hmm. Um, Where can we we find can. this? Um, Where can we subscribe? in my Instagram bio. Okay, let's subs everyone subscribe A sub stack. to Lindsay's subs um. email subscription situation Yes. Thanks, that's where you can everyone. find her that's where you can find her writing her most That's where recent you can find my writing. Yes. Oh my God. Wait, let's talk about like what hobbies do you have? Or like what what do you do that's you know, a source of creative expression. hmm um Because I I know you do photography. yes and I'll get into that but first uh I It's funny because we were just talking about this. Um, I came across a nice dancer named Zachary Laga. I'm sure everyone, all the everyone knows, Canadian ice dancer, amazing. Mm -hmm. Love him. Um, he plays a piano and he posts them as reels. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, go check it out because they're insane. And he recently kind of just like reinvigorated me. to get back into like practicing like I told it was really weird because we're funny that you mention it because I did just I don't know if it's yesterday or two days ago but I was like I want to get back into practicing because when I was younger kind of like music was I and I we talked about this in the episode a little bit right previous to this one but music was kind of my passion before skating even um Before I even started skating, like I played piano, I played cello. There was one point in elementary school I played saxophone. Like I just wanted to try it all. Like I enjoyed um, expressing myself and like the moods I wanted to to create through music. Um, and it was really nice, and it was a great balance because piano was more like my solo, like my 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 own creative interpretation. And cello, I didn't. particularly like playing it like kind of solo i enjoyed being in an orchestra and ensemble format um because it was just it was great you could just build on top of each other 
whatever, or, you know, if you're playing an orchestra piece or whatever, um, or a symphony. Um, and that was so different to playing, you know, for example, piano on your own. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't finish saxophone all the way because started skating and then I needed yeah. to kind of sacrifice what I was prioritizing and stuff. But mm -hmm. um, I was like, recently, I was just like, I want to get back into that. Obviously, I don't have my cello because I moved to Colorado from yeah. So I couldn't bring my cello, but um, this wonderful family I'm staying with has a piano. So, um, yeah, so I, I wanted, you know, to kind of, I was Get inspired by, it. yeah, I was inspired by Zachary Laga. Um, Kudos to you, Zach. Thanks, Zach. <laughs> for re, um, inspiring me to get back into it. But I don't know, it's just music for me is like a form of therapy just like writing is for you mm -hmm. i don't know we and we will talk about it but i don't know if you wrote a lot before you like i don't know if you've been writing all your life from a, you know being a child but for me it was like music was that um escape for me before i mm -hmm. found skating um and so it has a big part in my life so mm -hmm. I definitely like, and, and when I moved to Colorado and when I started training pairs, it kind of, I was getting a little bit more busy with skating. So it was kind of just like on the back burner, yeah. but just as a hobby, like I really want to get back into it. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. I think um, everyone needs a hobby. 100%. Mm -hmm. Like you, we all need something outside of skating where we can just, and again, like with photography, like you mentioned, um, it's so you know, not serious at all of a hobby. But yeah. it, you find enjoyment in some some of those like right. sometimes when you're things. not when you don't have expectations for like yeah. results, you you have more fun. Yes. And a lot of people also say that like in skating, like if you don't have to worry about a competition, if it's like a show number or if it's like a just a, a improv session or just like mm -hmm. a, a skating skills, whatever, um, just skating to like interpreting to music like there's so much perform better freedom in that because you don't have mm -hmm. expectation where like oh i need to place yada 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 i need to land right. on jumps i need to make sure i execute everything perfectly like you just have mm -hmm. the personal freedom yeah uh, and it's good to have something like that where you're not constantly like expecting like all these yeah results. focusing on results right yeah and so, like, even if I just go out into nature on a Sunday and I take photos, yes, they're not even professional. Yeah. Follow cold angles, everyone. Just like, putting, that, <laughs> putting that out there. Cold angles. Cold angles. Like that's so unserious, right? It's so yeah. serious, but it's like it's fun. Mm -hmm. They're not even professional. Sometimes it doesn't need to be serious. Sometimes but it could like, just be your vibes. Yeah. They're just yeah, we're vibing. Mm -hmm. we yeah, are that's vibing. a 2024 goal just to vibe it is it is don't take things too deeply and then just vibe i feel like the best results come out of those raw um, emotions or those those raw experiences mm -hmm. where yeah i think mm -hmm. yeah I'm they come out of like enough preparation yeah. and then raw emotion sure yeah mm -hmm. like i feel like the best for skating, moment, for skating 
And even in general, I feel like the best moments in life are when you don't take it too seriously. And again, you're like mm -hmm. vibing. Like those moments, Yes. the ones that you actually remember um, and cherish for the rest of your life, I feel like they come with this like freedom and this, um, you're not really expecting it to happen. It just happens. Mm -hmm. The spontaneity. Yeah, it's just like being present in that moment. Yeah, there's a spontaneous I, I and I don't know. Are you a spontaneous person? Because Oh, very. I'm very yeah, I spontaneous. feel like I like to be spontaneous, for sure. Mm Because I feel like most of my the best memories I've ever had were kind of just spontaneous. Um, I didn't expect them to happen, and that's -hmm. Right. what means Yeah. so much. And I feel like last year, honestly, last year was a year of spontaneity for me. Hmm. Um, one, it How was so? like, well, um, first of all, I'm, I guess this is not exactly last year, but kind of the pairs, even 2023, I was still new to pairs. Um, and it was spontaneous in the sense that like, we had never competed in competitions that we were able to, the opportunities we had were very spontaneous to me at feeling. Which Okay. also, in a way, made it feel very, um, um, like, even more special. Mm. Because I didn't know what to expect. I just let it come to me, the, the Mm. Yeah. moments, the memories. I just let Right. it come to me instead of me trying to, to create them myself. Or something. Yeah. Or force it. And so, like, even just going to our first... And 2023 was our first international starting with, because you know how like the tail end of the previous season is always going to be, you have like the The tail. spring internationals. Right, right, right. You have the tail end of one season in one year, plus like the beginning of the fall of the next season. Right, So it, 2023 yeah. was our first international was my first international period. So in February, Mm hmm the Tilburg, Netherlands, like that was very spontaneous. It was like, we didn't know, expect that. Right. Um, Yeah. and so that experience in itself was just very new um, Yeah. and created a lot of memories, very great memories that I used to gain experience from. But then again, like when we went to Austria for the first time, like that was our big, first big competition. Yeah. And so, again, like that felt very spontaneous. Like we didn't expect it, to be honest. Like we were obviously hoping... But it's like we're not the mindset of like, oh, we're training for this, 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 this exactly. Mm. Yeah. You can't predict that. And Right. that's great and exciting about skating for me is like we didn't uh, go into the season just because, again, we're new. That's one thing. But I feel like Mm a lot of people can relate to this. Like we're not going into the, the season really expecting um, precise and specific results, perhaps, or whatever. Whatever that may be, we're not really fully expecting. And that's what's great. And that's what's special. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because then those moments, the highs, again, this kind of goes back, the highs can be very high and the lows can be very low. Right, right. That is very exciting. The ups and downs ultimately. And so, yeah, I feel like last year for me, that was honestly a, a big theme for me. Mm last -hmm. Coming I feel out like when of you come in with like a fresh perspective, and you're experiencing things for the first time, even the bad things kind of feel like part of the journey. Mm hmm So, you Yeah. know, it just becomes kind of, you know, a great 
memory in the end. Yeah, for sure. Um, so if, you know, let's say that was my theme of 2023, what was your theme? If you could put it into one word, what theme would your 2023 have been? Mm, I need a better word for unstable, but unstable is the word that's coming to my mind right now. <laughs> How about a better word and a more positive word? <laughs> yes, I'm trying to think of a more positive word for synonym for unstable. Man, let's think. Fluctuations. Let's quote it at that. Fluctuation. Yeah, it's neutral. It's a neutral word. Sure. It can be taken in any way, so... Mm -hmm fluctuations and what's great oh. is you can come out stronger each time oh i feel like you never go through any obstacle or anything without coming out with either like a lesson or getting better yeah you and always i feel like that ties in with everything happens for a reason as well so yeah. like you know like whatever happened in 2023 you know a lot of experiences whether mm -hmm. they were good or bad whether you had some regrets here, like I feel like they only ultimately make you stronger. Yeah, they and just shape you. Yeah, sometimes we just got to shake it up. Shake it up. For example, me falling on my butt, like on both jumps at the final in the free skate, really shaking it up, embarrassing, absolutely tormenting. And like I wanted to like jump off a cliff in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like yeah you have to ex sometimes you just have to experience it or else how are you gonna ever learn mm -hmm. right yeah it's but, the journey that counts yes and so speaking of our journey as oh. we you know we've entered into 2024 yeah like crazy yo this journey wait you know we turned 20 this year Dude, oh my god did you have to mention that sorry it just hit me oh it just wow. hit me. okay for a second i i thought you were about to say 21 because usually that's the milestone number no it's like 18 <laughs> and then it's 21 but you said True. 20. okay good 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 thing you said 20 because that would yeah but 20 is still huge we're not teens anymore we won't be teens anymore we haven't been teens really since 19 is teen i guess oh uh, but you mean in the gotcha 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 that's a very good observation like we have two as the first digit of our ages wow doesn't that blow your mind how have we been living for close to two decades well i bet skating took up most of that too <laughs> um yeah like in a way like we had to grow, right like we had to grow up very fast through oh, the sport but like honestly i wouldn't have wanted it to be any different oh yeah me neither i think skating taught me more than anything else i've ever had in life mm -hmm. yeah i wouldn't be me without skating yeah i would i would i would agree with that statement for myself um yeah just the fact that skating took up literally half of my life. Yeah. Yeah. I it, mean, we are kind of like the not traditional figure skater in the way of like 
we didn't start really young. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. we still kind of, you know, got triples and reached a pretty high level sure. for, you know, how little time we trained yeah. for compared to some of our, you even know, though like it's not, it still feels like a very long time. Yeah. No, Most like people, 10 years is still a yeah. big deal. But, but like speaking of which, um, oh, and by the way, like I heard there's just like, I don't know if this is common knowledge or if people but for some reason I just that just gave me this like memory one time my dad said um to fully master something you need like 10,000 hours of practicing it or something isn't is that yes. like that's true yeah okay so I'm not just making that up okay cool. <laughs> that's a Chinese proverb oh that's a, okay <laughs> I was like where it is where is this coming from I just can't quite remember like 10, every Chinese parent says that to their kid at some point for anything maybe yeah yeah it's like and it's like i think you know what it was it was again we're gonna go back like what he was saying like luke like at this point i think i was trying to commit to everything yeah it was like what exactly do you want because in life you're gonna need a sacrifice and you cannot be doing everything so i think that's when he mentioned the ten thousand hours in order to master something truly and it's like how many ten thousand hours can you be giving to all these things all these activities all these extracurriculars all these whatever it is and i don't even... you have the same parents because <laughs> i thought my mom said the same thing to me <laughs> Which yep. all, like now that I'm older though, because he I didn't haven't heard this in a really long time. It just just like suddenly came in my memory. But it's like I'm trying to put into perspective how long it really is ten thousand hours. It's like I can't even fathom that number really. Yeah, no. Like yeah, have, I, have we hit ten thousand hours in skating yet? Probably not. No way. No, really? I don't Should know. We do the math? No. <laughs> if, if you're a math genius and you're listening to this right now let us know let us know we skate like five hours a day we've been doing this for 10 years help us figure it out excluding holidays no i skate on holidays um uh excluding sundays but give us a rough estimate an approximate have we hit the ten thousand hour mastery mark yet (laughs) because if we haven't then let us know how many more hours we got yeah then we gotta start how many more hours can we really give right (laughs) more can we give how much more do we need? No, but it's like, yeah, to your point of like, you know, no, in skating terms, it's like it hasn't really been that long, but also it feels very long. Mm-hmm. Uh, in skating timeline, I meant. Um, yeah. Speaking of that, like, w- did you do anything? Like, what did you grow up doing before skating? Um, I mean, like I said in episode one, but I started as a dancer. I started dancing ever since I was two because I had way too much energy and my parents were done with me. So they put me in ballet. <laughs> that was my story. Before uh, skating, I, my parents almost signed me up for hockey because they were like, well, you should do something like not skate. Don't do well, like they, they were really trying to convince me not to skate. So they were signing me up for everything other than skating. But mm-hmm. it's like how you're taking this musician boy that likes to play yeah. instruments and putting him into hockey really yeah <laughs> where is the connection <laughs> yeah yeah so the yeah. and so in a way dancing was my outlet as well mm-hmm. because i was the closest yeah the that's like kind of like the bridge you know music yeah. dance and then skating it's kind of like sure. a, like and a i feel skating. like that's the dance aspect has really benefited me 
Mm, definitely. I agree. And we talked a little bit about that, but how the artistry combines a lot of the, mm -hmm. the musical components I've I've grew up learning. Yeah. The interpretation. Sure. Yeah. yeah. And, All and of that. Body and lines and everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we've lived pretty similar lives then. Yes. We were all once we had Asian parents. <laughs> that <laughs> um, Chinese proverb. And us overcommitting to everything. Yes. Uh, that's funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, now that we're in 2024 and we've reflected on our past, are you a person of um like new year's resolutions do you write them do you make them do you list them because personally they are not on my radar at all <laughs> like they're just useless not useless okay some people they work some people they do them I, I don't judge you for that but it's like for me it's like one if i write it on a piece of paper it's gone like by the by the next day like i don't even know where that piece of paper is <laughs> and secondly is like it's it's it, in one ear out the other like it's like I tell myself this and it's like, and then I forget. Mm. And it's like, you don't really follow through. I don't know. I'm a more, again, this is spontaneous. It's like the lessons I learn along the way, instead of like the, let me like, set it. let me like make sure I like make, it's like, how can you know what that year is going to be filled with? Like if you ask me 2023, what was that year going to be consisted of uh, in 2022? Not none of that would have been at all what I would have imagined myself to have experienced. That's true. So, are you kind of that New Year's resolution person, or I am, and I can't even do it on my notes app. I have to do it on paper. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I feel like, for me, somehow in my brain, like New Year's resolution and goal setting is like different for some reason mm. like i feel like new year's resolution is just like cheesy whatever yeah especially because people yeah. make it out to be pretty cheesy online yeah so they're like, like it's kind of like the incentive to do it is just it feels cheesy but like true. i'm very i think goal setting i feel like in my brain is is like the image of goal setting or like whatever like that i feel like is different for me mm. for some reason um but yeah, so you are in a New Year's, New Year's resolution. Yes, I am. But I feel like it's because I put a lot of importance and meaning into like the new year, like as like a number and also as like a kind of a rebrand for me. <laughs> I know. A and moment. It's, it's giving a rebranding moment. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, okay. I'm kidding. <laughs> no. Um, just like I I know that skaters, the grind never stops. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it's a year-round thing. But I find that having kind of like dates, oh my god, this is gonna get so philosophical, but dates and kind of those special occasions kind of give like a stop, a pause in between, you know, all this rush and mm. repetitive right. you know training like so this routine like, yeah routine mm. and i feel like having kind of mm. uh this kind of 
sense of time and space for me gives me a little bit more clarity in my goals. Like, Mm. it doesn't actually, like, change how I, like, what I want to be or, like, how much I want to improve, but rather give me, you know, a kind of space to breathe. That's so no 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 it makes sense it makes sense because like not only is this around the time of holiday season you know training is still obviously going but it's it it feels different you know just had you know christmas whatever whatever if you celebrate or not and you you have like the new year uh new year's eve and the new year and it it is like a moment of like of reflection reflection it is the end of a year at the end of the day and, and it's the beginning yeah and the beginning of a new one so in a in a sense yeah that makes sense that you know it, it gives you clarity for like what do i want to achieve how what do i want you know to accomplish yeah. in this next year so yeah that makes sense i can get yeah. that but then also at the same time goals are very you know fluid and sure. flexible yeah. You know, being a good skater. I mean, this is just like, I'm just saying just for skating, but I'm saying like the pursuit to being better and being a better skater is continuous. And I don't think there will be a day where I can look at my skating and say that I am 100% satisfied because if I did, that would mean I would be getting too complacent. We haven't hit the 10,000 hours, you know? We yeah, can't, we haven't. We can't no. be complacent. We're not masters yet. No, not yet. <laughs> We're not masters at our craft, unfortunately. No, not yet. But until we are, I am going to, you know, stay and focused you- on what I want to achieve. Yeah, and I feel like for me, um, I'm more of a short-term goal setter. Um, it's hard for me to look long-term. Uh, and you guys can't see this, but Lindsay is currently blowing her nose. Why are you pointing this <laughs> passionately, out? Passionately blowing out her nose. I need to do it but in a hurry. You can't see and you can't hear. And that's what's funny about it. Anyway. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I feel like looking long-term for me is hard. It's challenging mm-hmm. and I don't, typically like to I don't know if anyone can anyone else can relate to this but I feel like when I goal set when I set goals goal set see the word goal setting setting. (laughs) but yeah when I the verb though when I set goals set goals um (laughs) I like yeah I like to sometimes it's not even monthly sometimes it's almost I think monthly is like to the extent of which the longest period of time I can set goals for. Um, I just like how, because again, like you said, they're fluid. And so like when I look, okay, 2024, like what do I want to accomplish? Like looking all the way through the whole year or what could be the fully, uh, what could be 2024, it's daunting and it feels intimidating. But if I compart- compartmentalize, there we go. Compartmentalize it and split it up and 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 look at smaller time frames. I feel like they're more achievable. And so that's another reason why I feel like the New Year's resolution situation, I don't know. It's a little cheesy. Well, yeah. <laughs> For I me. mean, a lot of people approach New Year's resolutions as kind of like 
today is December 31st and tomorrow is January 1st and I'm going to be a whole new person. I don't think it's that. I think it's a, a chance to stop, reflect, and throughout the next year to find points of your life that you're going to improve over time. Sure. Guys, yes. Rome wasn't built in a day. <laughs> and I feel like that's really important for yeah. people to I love that. Like uh, it's it's similar to the the phrase like practice makes progress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love that phrase. Yeah. That's it's like more relatable, I think. Sure. And 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 it's more attainable. Mm-hmm. Because it is at the end of the day a process. And speaking of like what do you want to implement or or keep on um practicing i guess what goals what do you want to try to attain in this next year in 2024 i mean it's very vague but yeah i'm sure same a better skater and that sentence <laughs> in itself is very vague don't we all love don't we all say that as skaters <laughs> we do i mean it's hard to put like actual like when people ask us what do you mean by that it's actually kind of hard to elaborate in that sense because there's so much in skating skating has a lot of different aspects yeah and And it's like when they say um you never run out of things to practice oh for sure just so much in the sport that you can Mm -hmm. keep on perfecting and keep on mastering like those ten thousand hours 10,000 hours, right. You really <laughs> have to do them. I feel like you have to do 10,000 hours in like every aspect mm-hmm. or like every element. Like you need to do 10,000 hours of spin, 10,000 hours of stroking, 10,000 hours of jumps. No, I feel yeah, like in order no. to be a true figure skating master, <laughs> to be honest, but that would just make the math equation more difficult. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. For me, yeah, some very similar. Um, I just want to get through nationals first. Um, and it'll be really fun because the our, my first nationals last year in 2023, it was, it felt rushed. It felt overwhelming. I, I couldn't fully experience it. I think it was just like that first, the first one situation. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to now that I've kind of been grounded a little bit and um, a little bit more aware of what I'm doing uh, and know what to expect. Like I'm excited to actually experience it meet some people, see some old friends, like Mm -hmm. really get to experience the nationals um, vibe. Yeah. The nationals energy without the, the nerves. Sure. And there's going to be the nerves, but well, like nerves as in like not knowing what to do, where to get on, what like the draw, like <laughs> to go to do the draw. Like everything is so, there's so many different like aspects of, you know, that competition. Yeah. That it's always, you don't really know if you get there. That's what makes it exciting. True. Great. And I love how it's like a, finally, like it's a reunion moment. <laughs> Guys, this is part two of Lindsay Wayne blowing her nose. <laughs> Guys, it's cold in LA. <laughs> so cold. Um, in Colorado specifically, I think it's gonna be like below zero this weekend, like really cold. Stop. Like there's like the wind chill, like apparently is gonna feel like about 30 below zero or something. 
Is it colder there than Tacoma? Um, well, here's the thing with Tacoma. Like, it really wasn't cold outside. It was the rink. Oh, yeah. And if, if Tacoma, we're talking about are the sectionals, the Pacific mm -hmm. Coast sectionals and Paris final that happened a couple months ago. Yes. Yeah. Bro, that was a couple months ago. <laughs> that felt like yesterday, too. In which Lindsay Wayne qualified for her second senior nationals. <sighs> that was an experience. Tacoma <laughs> was an experience, guys. Yeah. Um, Crazy. And it was freezing and yeah. not the good vibes that we wanted. But Nationals is going to be good vibes. I feel like Ohio is going to be not too... It's snowing there, though. Is it? Mm-hmm. Right now? So it's going to be pretty cold. Okay. Well, it is January, so we can't... You know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I'm personally excited to be having our first guest coming up. <laughs> If you guys, Two, actually, know, guys, yeah. well, for now, one haven't confirmed the second, the second one might not come on. Yeah, oh, okay, but Lindsay's yeah, just finding out about this, yeah, <laughs> oh, but I'm excited, so stay tuned, guys, because we still we got some fun stuff. Our first guest, yes. I feel like, gonna be very, very entertaining. He's you a very close friend of ours, that's the you teaser. all love her, she's very beloved, yes, very much. And has recently gone viral on social media. So we okay, love that's to enough see teasers. It. That's it. We that's love it. to see it. We love to see yes. it. <laughs> yes, we love a viral queen. Um, but yeah, hope you guys um enjoyed. Um, we kind of recapped a little bit and mm -hmm. talked about our growth yeah. or the growth that we want to have this year. So yeah, we delved a little bit deeper from what we initially yeah talked about on episode mm -hmm. one so i hope you guys enjoyed that yeah and office hours or i guess office hours mm -hmm. has officially hours. <laughs> come to an end for this episode thanks yes. bye